Hello, welcome to another session of Learn with Veer Sagar. Over the last hundred odd videos, I have been discussing with you, sharing with you my various learnings of management as part of my growing up process. Those owe their inspiration to a book called Learn with Veer Sagar. These have been derived from that. I am pleased to say that that book is now printed and available in the market. The end of the name of the book is called Failure is Not an Option, is available in the market. Over the next one or two sessions, I plan to read out some paragraphs from that book just to tell you what the book contains. This is one of my earlier lessons where I had learned that if you want to get something, don't give your problem to the other person, but give him a solution and then you will get your way. So this is, he says, willing your way to a dream job. My first interview with a multinational company, Dunlop. It's not over till it is over. You are too late. You missed the bus. My very first job interview was over before it started. The management trainee position at Dunlop that I aspired to had rolled out of reach and I felt as deflated as one of their tires punctured by dispiriting words. A couple of weeks earlier, Dunlop had advertised in the Duncan Chronicle, a newspaper that we subscribed to and in keeping with the morning rituals at our home, my elder brothers and I were scanning the paper when I saw this heading. I found that the Dunlop advertisement was and composed an application in my head. After my post-graduation in nuclear physics, I needed a job. For an MSc degree holder, there were no job opportunities in the two prominent job avenues, that is banking sector or the state government. So I had to try private sector. I had already applied to DCM and Tata's as both were looking for management trainees and I also applied for the Indian Air Force and to Dunlop. So when Dunlop sent a telegram and that's how urgent messages were delayed in those days when landlines were still scarce and the mobile phone was still on the drawing board inviting me to Madras for an interview. I borrowed some cash for the rail fare hopped onto an unreserved third-class compartment in the first available train. It was packed to capacity and I resigned myself to an uncomfortable journey. I sat on my suitcase and when that came too hard for my rear, I sank onto the floor of some newspapers. By 11 next day, I was in Madras. I had a quick shower and I, rushed to the, I reached the Dunlop factory at 3 p.m. The human resources manager was conducting the interview, Mr. Abraham informed me that process was all but over. The candidates had been tested and they were on the verge of the final run, which was an interview with the general manager. I wish I could help, but that's too late, he said. My first thought was about the money. I had borrowed from my friend for the train ticket. How could I repay it? If I didn't attempt the test, I wouldn't be entitled to travel reimbursement for the interview. If I did, I would not only be able to get the train fare, but enough 
to cover an overnight stay in Madras. At that point, I did not care whether I got the job or not. I just wanted to take the test and get the money. I turned to Mr. Abraham and said, Sir, may I meet the gentleman who's conducting the interview? He looked at me for a moment. I suppose my face must have reflected my growing anxiety. Well, he said, I suppose that the least I can do since you have come all the way from Hyderabad. He took me to a gentleman named Prem Myers, who was the head of the technical department. I took a deep breath, aware that I had been allowed to retrieve the situation, but unsure of how I should approach the one man who could bail me out. I decided to be forthright and firm without being pushy. I fished out my telegram, walked up confidently to Mr. Myers and presented it to him. Sir, the moment I received the telegram, I boarded the first available train to Madras. Given that the telegram reached late, it would be rather unfair to me if I am not permitted to appear for the rest. I had found an alibi for tardiness, but I could see that Mr. Myers was still doubtful. I, stared at the, I stated the problem. Now I needed to offer him a solution, a way out of the embargo. Sir, I understand that there are 10 candidates whom you will interview personally. May I assume that each person will take at least 10 to 15 minutes? In that case, two hours will elapse between the first and the last interview. Mr. Meyer looked utterly foxed but nodded in assent. Then, sir, permit me to attempt the test during that period. From his furrowed brow, I can see that he was weighing my suggestions. Sensing that I could bring him around, I pressed on. If I were to complete the test within that time frame and qualify for the interview, I would be the final candidate. It would cost him nothing in terms of time or effort and the principle of national justice would be served, I pointed out. Mr. Myers agreed, convinced either by the force of my arguments or the unspoken plea in my face. Either way, my suggestions offered him a way to resolve the issue and clear his conscience, although he was doubtful that I would be able to complete the test in time. Young man, you may go ahead, but you will be fighting with your hands tied behind your back. I breathed a sigh of relief. Thank you for the opportunity, I said, sir. And once again, I applied the lesson I had learned. Do not present anyone with a problem. Offer them a solution that can easily be implemented. I did not burden Mr. Myers with my problem or expect him to find a solution. Instead, I explained my problem and handed him a solution, making it easy for him to tackle the situation. So this was one of the early lessons I learned in my long career. In fact, the first job that when you want to get an answer in the affirmative, don't give a problem to the decision maker. Give him a solution. Please like, subscribe and share. And let me know if you like this. Then maybe over the next couple of sessions, I will read a few more of such learning. But in the meantime, I strongly urge you to go ahead and get a copy of your own. Because nothing like having a copy of this wonderful learnings for yourself. With that, it is Veer Sagar saying thank you very much till we meet again. Bye.